Welcome to this episode of the Greco Financial Training Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be talking about concepts and facts relevant to exams like Series 7, 24, 63, and many more. Go to greco.com to learn more about our training classes and materials. We have live classes, we have online on-demand courses, textbooks, online question banks, all sorts of tools to help you get past these exams at greco.com. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Alex Merced and welcome to the first episode of the Greco podcast. Now basically what I'm going to be doing is on the podcast is I'm going to be talking about financial concepts, financial regulatory concepts, and most of these concepts relate to one of the many exams that FINRA proctors, whether it's the Series 7 exam, the Series 63 exam, the Series 24 exam, a lot of this is all interconnected and shows up on all the exams. So the more you understand the industry and the more you learn a lot of these concepts, the better off you're going to be on taking those tests. Now, if you want to learn all these concepts for preparing for these exams, I recommend, you know, taking one of our courses and hearing all the jokes and stories I like to tell in getting all of that across. But we got these little snippets to kind of help getting you along, especially in a lot of the trouble areas. Now, for this first episode, what I want to do is just talk about what is FINRA, the Financial Regulatory Authority. They are sort of the, if you work in the brokerage industry, so you work for a broker dealer, the regulator you're going to deal with the most is FINRA. But there's something unique. There's something called a self-regulatory organization meaning they're not technically part of the government. It's not the government who's setting, who's enforcing the rules. It's FINRA who's enforcing the rules, who's an independent nonprofit organization. So then why do people listen to them? If they're not part of the government, how do they have any power to enforce the rules? Well, the way SROs work is that the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, which is part of the government, that's the actual government agency that oversees the securities industry, said, if you're going to be a broker-dealer, you have to be a member of FINRA. Period. That's the rule that the SEC puts out there. You've got to be a member of FINRA, or you're then you're in trouble with the SEC. And because of that, everyone has to get a FINRA membership. And then when FINRA makes rules... And if you break FINRA's rules, which are technically not laws, so you're not going to go to jail for breaking a FINRA rule, but if you break a FINRA rule, they'll fine you. And if you don't pay the fine, then they will revoke your membership. And then if you continue to do business without your FINRA membership, then you're in violation of the SEC rules, and now the consequences can get much more serious because you're dealing with the government. So that's kind of how... FINRA has its power, but at the end of the day, the way FINRA makes its money to operate is not from taxpayer money, but from the fees and penalties that members of FINRA pay, which includes the broker-dealers and the employees of the broker-dealers. So whenever you start a new broker-dealer, you're going to have to apply to FINRA and fill out what's called a Form BD, which is technically the form with the SEC, and a Form NMA, a new membership application, which is the form with FINRA. And you have to make sure that all your employees who deal with securities, who deal with the public, are properly registered, which means they're going to have to fill out what's called a U4 form, 
that basically details all the information like the last 10 years of work history which the last three have to be verified the last five years of residency and several other details so that way it's all public and recorded and a lot of the information is then put up online on an online portal called broker check where you can look up any firm any broker who's ever been registered but those registered employees need to have licenses like the Series 7. So if you're going to be a registered rep who's going to basically deal with the public and doing securities transactions, then you need to have a Series 7. But if you're going to be soliciting customers for those transactions, well, then you need to be state registered, which is why you need to take a Series 63. Now, later on, hopefully you get promoted and then you get to supervise those people doing securities transactions and then you may need a series 24 if you're supervising investment banking a trading desk compliance or if you're going to be supervising people within a branch then you may need a series 9 and 10 so these are many of the licenses that you may have to take and pass and the point of this podcast is to talk about a lot of the concepts and knowledge that are relevant to passing those exams. So just several of the things that we talked about already on this particular episode are all questions that are actually on all of these exams. So thank you very much for listening to this first episode of the Greco Podcast. Always check out greco.com for more information. There's also free videos over there at greco.com that you can watch to help supplement Series 7, as well as the ability to purchase on-demand online classes and live classes. So check that out. I'll see you guys in the next one.